Welcome to the Fully Engaged Fitness Podcast, where you'll be hearing from the top fitness experts from the engaged personal training community of businesses. These include client interviews and success stories, insights and tips from our top fitness experts, and the unique approach that we bring to our clients that have helped transform thousands of lives over the last 10 years in business. Don't forget to like and subscribe this podcast so that you can be the first one in the know. Now let's get into this episode. What up, everybody? Jeff Schumacher uh, joining you this week with something a little bit different. So instead of doing an expert interview this week, I'm just going to kind of share some of the things that I talked to our members about the most over the last 10 years of training, right? So these are questions, myths, things that get brought up more often than anything else. Um, These are just ideas that have been ingrained in our you know, philosophy and um, our beliefs on exercise for generations, right? And um, it's no one's it's no one's fault, right? But it's just really hard to get these ideas out of our head, just because they're so so ingrained into our culture. And we're just going to dive into it. So the first thing is um, that in order to lose weight, you have to do more cardio, and it's just it's just not true, right? So uh, there's been you know countless countless times. In the last 10 years where I've talked to a client and they said, you know, I'm going to, I'm really going to kind of double down right now. You know, I'm, I'm really focused. I'm going to kind of get in the gym a little bit more and I want to lose 10 pounds. So I'm going to add in two extra cardio days a week. And I think that's a really good plan for me to kind of go, you know, all out and attack, you know, this fat loss goal once and for all. And, um, you know, more often than not, I'm going to respond to that person and say, you know, you don't have to do all that, right? More, more is not going to be better. Um, better is better, but more is not going to be better. Uh, and it's just this idea that I have to do more cardio to lose weight and that strength training is not enough and strength training is going to help with building muscle and it's not going to help with, with burning fat. And that really couldn't be further, further from the truth. So just to give you Uh, some clarity into how your body works is calorie burn has nothing to do with overall like fat loss, right? So cardio is certainly going to going to burn more calories than a strength training session, but that's not going to result in, you know, more weight loss, right? So strength training can actually be um, very, very effective for fat loss because, if you're able to actually just increase your overall muscle mass, um, you know, you've probably heard the, the phrase before that muscle burns more calories than fat, right? And that is very true. So the more muscle we have on our body, um, the better of a fat burning machine we are, right? And we're not going to get that effect from doing more cardio. We're actually going to get that effect by doing more strength training. So, um, it's, it's really actually the, the inverse. If you're going to focus on one thing to, to lose weight, um, you might get more bang for your buck by focusing on strength training, actually, right? And really focusing on increasing your overall uh, muscle mass so that your metabolism is just more efficient. Um, you're just burning more calories on any given day versus you know, just your cardio session. Um, So cardio, you know, has that um, high calorie burn and something known as excess post oxygen consumption, which is an elevated 
calorie burn for a couple hours after you do that cardio session. Strength training, you have that elevated cardio burn if you're able to increase your muscle mass 24-7. So always, right? It's not just a couple hours after the session. It is always. So cardio certainly has its place. And it's for longevity and it's for heart health and it's for overall health, but it's not necessarily for fat loss, right? Cardio can aid in fat loss, but is not going to be something that puts you kind of over the edge. If you're already working out, doing more cardio probably won't get you um, the results you're looking for. If anything, it's just going to take more time to get those results. All right. So, and that's number one, because I hear that, hear that the most. I'm going to do more cardio to lose weight. Right? Don't, you don't have to do that. You have to prioritize strength training and you have to prioritize lifestyle factors. So what are those? Those include how well are you sleeping? Okay? Are you sleeping six to eight to nine hours a night at a minimum? Right? If, you, if you can get to that seven to eight window, that's probably um, the, the sweet spot for you. But sleep has to be locked in. Your overall stress levels have to be low. So is work super stressful? Is home life super stressful? Is um, you know everything else you're doing, are you just constantly a ball of stress? If that's the case, you're likely to hold on to some fat stores more than someone who isn't stressed. Um, so finding out what techniques work well for you to reduce stress that will uh, speed up your fat loss, probably more than an extra cardio session. And then the, the, the most important one is your nutrition. Are you aiding your efforts by eating clean, by eating unprocessed foods, by eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables and eating a high protein diet and getting all the things um, that we talk about over and over and over again in nutrition conversations? Are you doing those things? All of those lifestyle factors are going to move the needle so much more than an extra cardio session, okay? Instead of spending two extra hours a week doing cardio, spend two extra hours a week meal prepping or going grocery shopping or walking or, you know, just doing yoga and meditation and doing all these things that are going to actually um, give you the result you're looking for. Right, and it's not going to feel like more stress of doing cardio, right? Because cardio is just more, right? More is not better. Better is better, right? So that's that's number one. All right, um, number number two, I, you know, I, and I could probably make this. I'm gonna I'm only gonna talk about three things today, but I could probably uh, make a list of ten to, to twenty topics. But um, number two is going to be lifting weights is going to make me bulky. Right, so the kind of the opposite of number one, which is cardio is going to aid in fat loss. Well, strength training is going to make me bulky, um, and this just not true. Okay, so we get um, men and women right that that come in here and say, you know, I'm I enjoyed the workout, but I'm I'm a little bit hesitant of joining because I've never really done this style of training before. So you know, if you're familiar with what we do at, at Gauge Strength Training and Engage is we're going to prioritize strength training, right? Because we think it's the most effective form of exercise to get our members the results they're looking for, which is generally to move better, to feel better, um, to drop some percent body fat and to gain a little bit of muscle and just kind of like increase their overall energy and, and, you know, 
live the life that they, they want to live, right? And we, we find that strength training is the most effective um, for that. So when people are a little bit hesitant because they don't want to get bulky, um, you know, I think it's, it's just this preconceived notion or this misunderstanding that, you know, lifting weights makes you gain muscle, right? And the, the truth is that in order to gain appreciable amounts of muscle mass that change your overall body composition and, and how you appear um, like to other people or in the mirror, uh, it really takes like an all-out all effort for that goal. So if your goal is to gain muscle mass, you certainly can do that, but your training has to be super specific for hypertrophy. Your diet has to be super specific for gaining muscle, right? High carb, high protein, high calorie. Um, Your supplements gotta be super specific to aid in muscle gain, right? So that's going to be tons of protein, tons of extra supplements that kind of help aid in that result. On the flip side, if that's not your goal, then your training program doesn't have to look like that. Your nutrition doesn't have to look like that. And your supplements don't have to look like that, right? You can still chase the results and adaptations you want through strength training if your goal is actually losing weight and toning up or kind of like, you know, leaning out. You can still do that through strength training, right? Your program's gonna look different. Someone that's looking to gain muscle is gonna be doing something different than you. Nutrition is going to be totally different. They're both gonna be high protein diets, but one's gonna also be high in carbs and fats and calories, and the other one's gonna be more moderate in carbs and fats and calories, right? Um, Supplements will probably be different, okay? Uh, everything about those goals is different. So all of the factors are different. Just going into the gym and touching a kettlebell or a dumbbell or a barbell is not going to make muscle mass jump up onto your body. Ask me how I know that because I wish that was the case. I've been trying for 15 years to gain appreciable amount of muscle mass and my body is telling me, no, we are meant to be long and lean and gangly and you can do all the friggin' Uh, strength training sessions you want and your genetics are going to play a big factor in it as well. So if you are someone that's a fast responder to strength training, you just can't pick up a weight without gaining muscle. Well, some of that is just going to be out of your control. All right. But there are very, very few people that are quick responders like that. So if you're not getting the results you're looking for, I don't think the first place to look is at the dumbbell and kettlebell. I think the first place to look is at your nutrition um, and at those lifestyle factors that I talked about and actually the, the first myth. So lifting weights does not inherently make you bulky, right? Um, it actually can be an awesome vehicle to give you the opposite results of um, getting lean and dropping some body fat. Uh, something that uh, I've heard you know, when I, when I heard when I was uh, coming up as a personal trainer is the quickest way to make someone look like they lost 10 pounds is to have them gain 10 pounds of muscle, right? And it can completely change your body composition where your muscle mass goes up. Maybe your weight stays the exact same and your body fat just like plummets and you look lean and, you know, you, you kind of, um, 
you know, completely overhaul your body composition. You don't get bulky at all, right? So some of the people that gain the most amount of muscle actually look the leanest. Um, so I, I hope that that part was, was helpful because it still is a kind of a paralyzing fear with a lot of people when they come in and they see that, you know, there are people in here lifting barbells and doing this stuff. And, you know, don't they know that by doing this, they're going to get bulky? It's just, it's just not true in most cases. All right. Um, and the last one, last, uh, myth or kind of thing that I, I try to dispel is, um, you know, it doesn't take five, six hours a week to get you the results that you're looking for. Okay. If you want to gain muscle or if you want to lose fat, or if you just want to overall live a healthier life, you can do that, you know, with two or three training sessions a week. Our most popular memberships at, at all of our gyms is probably, is probably twice a week training, to be honest with you. I would say that over 50%, probably closer to 60% of our members are on a two times a week training package, right? They're going to do two full body strength training sessions each week. And then to accompany that, we're going to make sure that they're just moving more in general outside the gym. So going on walks, um, trying to do some recovery workouts, some yoga, uh, just again, prioritizing movement in whatever form. They're also going to prioritize their nutrition. So they're going to eat really clean, not just the two days a week that they work out, but the five days that they're not coming into the gym. And then all the lifestyle factors that I've kind of harped on um, so far, they're going to hammer those things as well. Sleep, stress management, all of these things. Okay. And if they can come in an extra time per week, great, right? If they can make it in three times a week, even better, but it's not necessary, right? Um, four, five, six times a week is, is certainly not what it takes to get you the adaptations that you want. You can get plenty, plenty of results at two to three hours per week of training. Now, if I had to prescribe the most effective breakdown for a training schedule, here's kind of what I would do. And let's just say I'm limited to three hours per week because I know people's schedules are crazy. It can be like incredibly difficult to get to the gym more than twice a week. I I totally, totally get it, right? I have two little kids at home. Um, I understand that it is super difficult to get to the gym for an hour workout because, you know, it's going to take you 10 to 20 minutes to get to the gym, right? You got to do that drive on the way back as well. So that's going to add an extra 20 to 40 minutes. You might have to eat before you go to the gym. You just did a workout, so you're probably going to want to eat afterwards or get some kind of protein shake in and maybe you have to shower, get ready for your day and go to work or whatever. And now your hour workout has turned into like a two hour, uh, two and a half hour outing, right? So I understand it can be incredibly difficult to carve that time out more than two to three times a week. So let's say I have three times. Here's what, here's what I'm going to do. All right. I'm going to prioritize strength training in each one of those days. All right. So I'm going to do three full body strength training days Uh, at our gyms. That's going to look like our small group training. Okay. I'm going to do that three times a week. All right. If I can get to the gym a fourth time, awesome. Maybe I'll do a conditioning workout. Maybe I'll do a large group class like we have at Gage, right? Maybe that'll be how I get in some, some extra workouts on the weeks that allow it. But if I don't, at least I know that I got my three strength training workouts in and that I am 
you know, primed for uh, success that week. All right. So one day is going to be, you know, a squat focus day. One's a deadlift focus day. One's some kind of pressing focus day. And each one of those workouts is going to incorporate um, strength training for upper and lower body and core. It's going to be power exercises. So let's think like kettlebell swings and medicine ball slams and pushing the sled and sprinting on the bike and on the rower and, and all these things that we do in all of our sessions, right? So 35 minutes of that hour session is going to be strength training. 15 minutes of that is going to be conditioning. And 10 minutes of that is going to be made up of my warm up and cool down. And that's my session. I do that three times per week. I dial in my nutrition and my sleep and my stress outside of the gym. And then I have four days a week that I'm not coming to the gym. Okay, so on those days, maybe I go for a walk, right? So two days a week, I'm at work, I'll go for a 30 to 40 minute walk if I can fit it in. And let's say, let's just say Saturday and Sunday um, are my off days as well. And on Saturday, I'll go on a hike with my family. Maybe we'll do a 90 minute hike. And on Sunday, maybe I'll pop on YouTube and I'll do some yoga Sunday morning. And I just got seven days of exercise, but I only went to the gym three times. And then I did two walks at work and I did one hike with my family and I did one yoga day. And, you know, I kept moving because moving is part of my lifestyle because I know it's, it's going to aid in, in my overall health and, and energy levels. But I'm only carving out three specific gym sessions. Okay. Uh, that is a really, really good week, right? That's like a perfect week. If you can only do the three times a week and you can't do any types of walks or anything outside of that, even that's fine. Uh, if you have an extra hour or two in the week, you know, instead of, instead of trading those two hours for like an extra gym session, what if you traded those two hours for meal prepping or grocery shopping and buying, um, your food for the, for the next week? Uh, does that move the needle more than an extra gym session? It probably does. It probably does. I can, I can do my meal prep for my whole week in about two hours. I've dialed that down pretty, pretty well where I can, I can prep seven breakfasts and seven lunches in two hours and then you know, cook dinner as, as the week goes on. Um, but uh, I think you need to identify where is uh, a spot that you could spend a little bit more of your time outside the gym and prioritize your extra time to those things and not just more in the gym. Because if you get to the gym six days a week and you're incredibly stressed about how to fit it in and you have no time to meal prep. So you're eating out all the time and you're kind of going to a vending machine or you're just not structured with your, uh, with your nutrition. You're not structured with your sleep. You're not structured with your stress management because you're just trying to squeeze in these gym sessions. It's not going to give you the result you're looking for. I'll go back to what I said in number one. More is not better. Better is better. Three really good gym sessions and a, and a healthy lifestyle outside the gym is far more effective and efficient than six hour-long workouts at the gym and a hectic, chaotic, chaotic lifestyle, right? So it doesn't have to be, you know, all this time in the gym to get the results you're after. It can be as little as two to three hours a week if you are factoring in all the other 
aspects of overall health, right? Obviously, I've talked a lot about sleep and stress management. You can tell these things are important. They could be a two-hour-long podcast by themselves, um, but I'm trying to appreciate your time so you can get back to the things that move the needle for you. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this. You know, I think um, next week I want to do something similar where, and I'm just sharing some real, real life, um, you know, questions and issues that I've been faced over the last decade uh, working for gauge strength training and engage personal training um, to give you all real actionable, tangible steps that you can incorporate tomorrow uh, into your fitness routine. All right. So I hope you learned a lot. I hope you had fun listening and I will talk to y'all next week. Peace.